The Four Norsemen Podcast is a show run by just four regular dudes from the Midwest. The following views are 100% undeniably, unequivocally, exhaustively our own and not representative of any organization we belong to, our employers, and most importantly, our wives. So basically, you can only blame us for this garbage. Now, please sit back, relax, and be prepared to switch to another show within five minutes. Enjoy. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Four Norsemen. Adam Lee, Nick Marty, Diesel Tom Ryan, Big Brother Jeremy. Everybody's in the house. Here we are. Uh, our first segment didn't record because uh, uh, of, of user error on my part. And let's be honest, we're, we're, we're entirely too lazy to re-record it for you. So this is going to be a little shorter show today, but... We talked. Uh, I'm just gonna give you a quick recap of what we did actually talk about in the first segment. We recommended a lot of TV shows to each other. Um, there's a lot of TV shows out there, and you should watch them. And uh, uh, we're not gonna do a game for Jeremy tonight. Nick has a new segment he'd like to debut. And uh, now, and and our main sh- segment tonight, we're going to talk about uh, video games as we say goodbye to the PS4 um, and the Xbox One and introduce the PS5 and Xbox Series X. That's all coming up here in the second segment, plus Scooter's Beer of the Week, Tom's Hero of the Week. Anything you'd like to add, guys, to that? No, great recap. There great it recap. It was I really felt like good. I, was, I was there. It, it was a really good first segment. I'm sorry you guys yeah. missed it. So It's going to be in the lost tape. Are we going to talk, talk about the things that Jeremy finally admitted? Yeah. Well, all the racial things? I feel things? like we should just wait. Yeah. yeah. We can wait. <laughs> Sexist things. I thought you were being the yeah. sexist. Jeremy was being the racist. Mm. It's not. It's not anywhere recorded, so we can make up history the way we want it. That's true. That's true. We we no longer have the recording of it because I, I screwed it. I don't know why you guys just think you're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's not funny to joke about that stuff. I'm not a racist. I'm not a sexist. I didn't say that's any going on the button, Bart. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why you guys think you're so funny. <laughs> Four Norse would come on back. Hey everybody, Adam Lee here from the Four Norsemen, and I want to let you in on our secret weapon for the show. Shane Ivers and SilvermanSound.com. Whether you're looking for music for your podcast, your home movie or YouTube video, a presentation or project for school or work, SilvermanSound.com has you covered. Shane writes royalty-free music in any genre for any occasion. I was able to find Christmas music for the holiday season, spooky music for Halloween, sports music anytime we need that, and even funny circus music for any segment that we're being clowns. So I guess I could probably use that for every segment. The best part though about SilvermanSound.com is tracks are absolutely free with attribution on your project. Every single song we use on the Norseman is from SilvermanSound.com. So don't waste your time. Don't do it. Worrying about copyright laws just to find good music for your podcast. You only need Shane. Donate and support to SilvermanSound.com and share with your friends on social media. Again, that's SilvermanSound.com. This is the Four Norsemen. Second segment of the Four Norsemen. Thanks for giving us a listen wherever or whenever you might be listening. Just follow us on social media Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, Norseman4 at gmail.com to email. Norseman4, that's number four, at gmail.com to email. I don't know why you guys just think you're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's gonna be my new favorite Jerry Bond, I think. I don't know why you guys just think you're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We really do. You guys want to yeah. jump? You guys want to jump right into video game talk? Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. I got a lot to get off my chest. Yeah, and we got so much out in that first segment that I'm. Uh, I, but I, I, I got more. I need more. I got more to do. So it was a really good first segment, you guys. That was probably the best one we'd ever done. I wish people would be able to hear it. Do you, do you remember the Michael Jordan documentary? And they talk about the Dream Team in yeah. that documentary. Of course. And they talk about the fabled practice yep. that was the most intense that they never, you know, no one has it on tape. Right. But everyone talks about it. Yep. That's what that segment was to us. It That's was right. it was gold and it's going to go down in legend in our minds. Yeah. And you're 100% if only right. people could have experienced it. I don't know why you oh, guys boss, just dude. think you're so funny. <laughs> It's so good. Uh, thank you, Jeremy. You, you bring That's what I'm here for. Give, give me gold all the time. Here we go. All right. <laughs> it's the four Norsemen's top four things. Well, because there's four of us, and we were too lazy to do a top ten. That's right. It's top four things. Now, uh, we're talking video games tonight. We're saying goodbye to the PS4. Four things, right? Mm -hmm. PS4. Yeah. We have four of us. We have four conversation topics to get to. Well, there might be five, but we, you know we'll get to them. We might only have time for three, though. It's going to be a quick show tonight, so we'll we'll see. We'll just see how it goes. I'll start if you guys want. Sure. Yeah, okay. Go, for it. go around the table, even though we're not sitting at a table, but go around the theoretical table that we're all sitting around right now. Um, who of this generation was your favorite character on a game? I know. I'm oof, hitting you hard with a hard oof. one right away. Go. Hurry. Someone. All right. Um, for me, in this generation, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna go classic here. Uh, I loved Kratos and what they did with him in the new God of War game. I agree. I, I, I totally enjoyed, agree. Yep. I, I I I enjoyed his early games as this you know, deadly warrior killer bent on revenge. Um, but like any great story or great character, you see them change and mold and build. Mm. And uh, seeing him as that father figure trying to not repeat his mistakes with his son, um, I was just enthralled by mm. that whole game in general. But just who Kratos has become and, uh, you know, still a total badass, but... Uh, yep. He's just kind of grown up, grown up a little bit, and uh, and I can relate to it being a father myself. So he was probably the character that impacted me the most on this uh, on this system. He went from being a gimmick character, you know, the the sell a game, yeah, to I mean, sell a game, yeah, and yep. and he was, you know, he was uh, 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 quite the. I mean, uh, he's right up there with the all time video game icons, right, from mm -hmm. the original God of War series. But he went from being on that level to actually being a character with substance. Yep. Like, he went from being... Because, let's be honest, Mario has no substance. Mario's mm -hmm. Mario. You know, it, like, it, he's great. He's an icon. Mm -hmm. But he, he hardly ever talks in the show, right. or in the in the games. Yeah. So he went from that level of being a face of a, of a company and a franchise to an actual character. And that's mm -hmm. and and just to see, because I didn't have a problem with how they ended God of War three. It was a great way mm -hmm. to end the the series altogether. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but to see him reemerge as good as he did, uh, he was my pick too, by the way. So yeah, um, I mean the first the first three games that Kratos was a star of, he it was all about rage, right? Yep. I mean, he's getting revenge for. Um, the deaths of his son and his wife, and mm-hmm. he's just ripping uh, cr- uh, the Greek gods apart. Mm-hmm. Um, this game was more of a um, moving past that and trying to restart his life. Mm-hmm. And from a standpoint of, yeah, he has some loss in this game, but also trying to learn how to be a actual human being mm-hmm. <laughs> or i mean he's not really a human being but to have some uh you know there's, compassion there's some and stuff and some him, yeah. yeah humanity's the word you know and so to come from those three games which he built a good character um in those three games and then to come into this one mm-hmm. it just was another level of of storytelling mm-hmm. and and i had him uh i the only thing i had that you guys didn't say was he's a top three video game character of all time and he had a game on this generation so it's just mm-hmm. you know i mean i think that's you know makes him the winner of this you know, yep yep for thing sure for me yep so uh, another one for me was was kind of a duo combination. And this was a game that that actually started on the PS3, then they remastered it. So mm-hmm. I didn't play it till the PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you've played the The Last of Us, mm-hmm. uh, Joel and Ellie, their combination, that sure. character, I'm um, playing through the second one right now. Like it, it's very deep, heavy, you know, intense game. Um, but I, I enjoyed their dynamic. Um, in that game as well as okay. those two characters. I don't know if either of them really work without each other sure um like i think their combination together um i thoroughly enjoyed as well uh tom any any picks on your end you know i don't really play a whole lot of uh i guess the story fun video games yep. yeah i'm mainly just a sports guy so in nhl 18 there's a player called tom ryan just <laughs> a badass scores yep. at least 300 goals a season and leads the league in hits penalty minutes Points plus minus, right? And <laughs> saves. You got to give yourself a little bit more credit, Tom. You played Horizon Zero Dawn, right? And none of us did. Uh, I did, but I didn't play it through. Oh, okay. And yeah, it's a fun game. Yeah. But I just don't. Yeah. I don't get into yeah. games. Yeah. Long I gotcha. I thought yeah. you'd finish that one. Oh, I um, finished. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking, <laughs> if we're talking <laughs> about uh, 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 sports games characters like Adam Lee in this generation has won probably 20 or 25 Super Bowls, uh, <laughs> 20 or 25 MVPs, uh, at least 12 or 13 NBA championships, and then uh, I think it was 11 straight NBA MVPs, um, finals MVP. Uh, currently, he is saving the world from aliens in uh, <laughs> XCOM 2, um, which we'll get to in a second. Um, so yeah, I mean, a very accomplished video game resume that, uh, so yeah, I, I changed my answer. Adam Lee is my yeah. favorite video game <laughs> character of this generation. There it is. So. Too bad you can't player lock him on FIFA anymore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, all right. Biggest surprise of this generation. Now this could be, this is kind of a two-sided question. It could be an underrated game that you discovered, a type of game you discovered, a specific moment in a game. Uh, what, what? sticks out to you guys as your uh, surprise moment, something you didn't expect, which is um, the definition of surprise. Yeah, I'll go first. I mean, 
this phenomenon called Rocket League. I mean, mm-hmm. when that game first came out and you saw the previews for it and the ads for it, it's like, okay, a car soccer game, really? I mean, I'm going to drive around an arena and chase a big ball with a micro machine. Are yep. you? <laughs> how is that going to be fun? Yep. But I, I tell you, I mean, that game just it's, from... It's a lot of fun. From a competitive, from just, you know, infuriating, you know, um, just gameplay standpoint i i never thought that would have been any fun and sure. I, I tell you it's probably one of the funnest games i've i've ever played and much less just on this generation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay what else i act i honestly said the exact same thing the yeah. rise of rocket look League at look at look at you and me tom yeah. okay great minds think alike so uh, nice. all right so we two of two of the four of us and we play video games quite a bit together have said rocket league have the four of us ever actually played rocket league together yeah, yeah, we, we did. We did a couple nights. Yeah, we've done a couple nights. I don't know. Do we? Were all four of us on it? I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, I've played. All right. Well, I let's play so. some yeah. more because I hate playing with everybody else that isn't my friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so well, there. Well, my my favorite two surprises. I got two of them. I got a game that I love, and I think both of these are things that that I've connected in a pandemic with friends with. Um, but Divinity Two Original mm-hmm. Sin was a, a gem of a game I didn't know much about. The first one I'd never heard of. I had it suggested to me, and it's a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then second, I think my favorite moment on the whole system was playing those damn heists with you guys mm-hmm. on <laughs> Tr- or, uh, GTA. Um, I have never laughed so hard. I have never thrown controllers so much, trying to you know, all coordinates that first time we did the prison mission. Oh, so fun. Um, where I'm flying the plane, trying to get away from F-16s. Jeremy's trying to protect me the best way he can. And Tom and Adam are trying to break, yeah. break this guy. We must have failed that thing 50 times before we got it. Yeah. Um, but it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And trying to escape on the motorcycle one where we were just crashing. And we'd get there and one of us would screw it up. Yep. And everyone would just gets so mad at them. Yep. Um, <laughs> Um, but some of the best nights I've had were those darn heists yep. on GTA. For for me, it was uh, uh, it was uh, an expansion of uh, interests and in genres, right? So Nick mentioned uh, Divinity: Original Sin. Now that's that turn-based uh, strategy RPG, right? Um, loved that. Was addicted to that. Uh, so much fun. And recently picked up XCOM 2, um, which is a whole different level of difficult and frustrating and normally not my not my bag baby but um (laughs) so good and so much fun to play but then um puzzle games like the the witness did any of you guys play the witness at all Mm -mm. um i bought it for aaron actually and uh because i just wanted to see if she could get interested in video games at all and and have something to play and it's a puzzle game where you just run around this island and solve puzzles and things like that it's really a lot of fun and then um and then the telltale games telltale Mm -hmm. games Mm -hmm. were you know it's like choose your own adventure books um the game of thrones one and the batman one and then uh wolves wolf among us was my favorite that was so uh, good super fun um and just again, a different type of gaming that's more narrative based, not necessarily skill driven, but it's it, it's still this wave of entertainment rather than just being a button masher playing wrestling games constantly. So, um, which is what I was before. 
So, uh, so uh, man, I, I just uh, have become so much more interested in so many more games uh, and yeah. types of I, games this time. So an another genre that that I've loved to play to is that heavy rain type yes. of genre. So yeah. it was heavy rain. Uh, then they did another one um, that wasn't very good. I don't even remember what the name of it was, but it was about a girl who had like psychic powers and it just wasn't as good. But then they came back with Detroit, um, which was really, really good too. Mm -hmm. Great replay value, kind of. It's like Telltale Games mixed with a little bit of, of action of your own too. Sure. So, cool. um, yeah, expanding your horizons. I like right. that. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, best gameplay. Let's do get best gameplay. Now, this is you know this is a pretty broad topic. This can fall into sports games, action games, any of the things that we've talked about thus far. So, uh, Tom, you start. So for gameplay, I'm looking for playability. Right. right. And it's not unique to this console, obviously, but Grand Theft Auto for me, mm -hmm. Grand Theft Auto five. That's what I had to. That's something that I can pick up at any time and be happy playing either solo sure. or have a ton of fun with you guys. So that one is for me. It's the best of the system. Well, best I think I, there's something to be said. And I, and like I didn't want or. or I, I shouldn't say I was trying to avoid talking about GTA Five because it's hard not to, but that game came out on last gen. Yeah, right. It it, it grew so much momentum and yeah. and and power you in this be, gen, and yeah, you, you can actually buy it for next gen. Like, what yeah, games right, span right. and are yeah, still profitable three. in yeah. three different in three different generations? Like, it's. But it's, I never played online. I never played online with the PS3. No. No. I don't think anybody did. I no. think that's the that's the great thing about that it is that thing. the, the yep. first the, on PS3 it was more the classic GTA, you know, playing the narrative and all that, and the this generations were uh, online exploded, yeah. and I'm not a competitive online player, so um, you know, co-op is where if I'm going to play online, that's what I want to play, and the I mean. I will play that game until they come out with a GT GTA Six. Yeah, for sure. You know? I so I think uh, you know it's worth mentioning that um, all the things that you can actually do on that game, like right. we talked about the heists. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, the 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 racing is a big part of the online play. There is yeah. obviously the open world, but the, going to the casino, being being a drug lord or a he, the the president of a motorcycle gang, all that stuff. But then there's these game modes like survival. We've played. Yeah. You know, we we recently started playing just these waves of guys, and the mm -hmm. the the gameplay there is is good for a third person shooter. Mm -hmm. Um, you wouldn't expect it to have so much to be so uh, smooth in so many different areas, like. You get a game like Skyrim that's huge, that mm -hmm. is really good in the narrative and the open world part of it, but isn't is kind of lacking in the combat. Mm -hmm. uh, GTA has it all, um, and it's something that even Red Dead hasn't been able to replicate as far as online goes. It's a right. wonderful game, my one of my favorite games of this generation, but mm -hmm. um, the online aspect of it and the versatility of it just isn't isn't there like it is with gta so um mm -hmm. so yeah it's, a, it's so much fun just really good so um just as far as straight up gameplay uh for me i could pick up 
Middle Earth Shadow of War and play that oh, anytime. Crap, that was the November game, wasn't it? On PS. I don't I think I it think might it, have been. It might I think be it was and I forgot yeah. to download it. So. Yeah. Um just it's so much fun to go um because you guys all played uh, at least one of the Batman games, right? The uh, mm-hmm. like the Arkham games Arkham's, in some capacity. Yes. Um, it's 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 built a lot like that. I think it's they're both WB games, but you go instead of being Batman and jumping from buildings, you're uh, a ranger of Gondor and you're running around jumping off towers and castle walls and chopping orcs' heads off constantly. Mm-hmm. It's so gory. It's so good. And there's an aspect of it of the of it in the in the sequel, the the most recent one, Shadow of War, that you can go and like conquer different forts that the orcs have taken over, and then defend those with your army of orcs that you have taken over, and That's it's cool. it's so much fun, um, really a lot of fun, and uh, uh, so and it and it it has a it has a, just a really smooth fun gameplay um that i i i could never it was very addictive and then um spider-man was another one for me that that had just so smooth such wonderful combat just this big open world i could i could get lost in in new york city actually on the map of new york city i was able to go into central park and find the exact spot or pretty close to it where i proposed to my wife like, because I proposed in oh, Central Park. The detail in that game. The detail yeah. is unbelievable in that game. Mm-hmm. So, really, really fun. Um, so, yeah, just, there was so much. There was so much this gen that had uh, uh, just that addictive gameplay. So Yeah, Spider-Man was going to be my pick. And, and Last of Us 2, I'm playing that currently, and it's it's super smooth, too. Yeah. It's that third-person shooter. And then the classics on uh, sports games, right? Yeah. I think, yeah, I think two get... sports that that always translate over. FIFA is feels amazing; it feels yeah. real, and I think hockey feels amazing on PlayStation as well. I thought they did a good job. The Madden games, to me, have tapered off the last yeah, few majorly. years. Yep. Um, and basketball is just never going to flow like it really does in real life. Like mm-hmm. it's still fun to play, mm-hmm. um, but I think those two most realistic experiences, FIFA and NHL, mm-hmm. these to me feel like they knock it out of the park every year. Yep, yep. I I still feel like in some capacity that when I play Madden, I could be still playing uh, Madden 07 that had uh which which was the one with Michael Vick on the cover. Was it 07, I think? Yeah, I think it was something um, like that. And it, like you if it's the same. Yeah. It's the same. It it really kind of is. Like they they haven't really advanced. Now um if Madden would pull a little bit more of what 2k does with customization of of your teams and like that's what i loved about 2k20 for the nba 2k20 was you could literally edit your teams within your franchise to look different like if you wanted to move because all these community creations people would go and create jerseys if you wanted to move the utah jazz back to new orleans and make them new orleans jazz you could and you could download somebody's design of the arena, the the state or uh, the, the stadium, and uh, obviously uh, the arena and the uniform and uh, colors, everything. Um, and it, it's so good. Like if Madden could find a way to do that and make their franchise mode a little bit more in depth, 
then I'd be all all on it again. But they just recycle that same mode year after mm-hmm. year after year, and people keep buying it. I do it. I bought I bought this. I bought twenty uh, Madden twenty. So uh, biggest disappointment. Um, I'm tied with two. Um, the fall of the entire, whether it was uh, uh, WWE, you know, 20 or, you know, two, the 2K, when two, 2K took it over and the whole fall of the WWE franchise is just, it saddens me to this day that you can't pick up a wrestling game and actually have a good experience anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so that um is the first one and then the second one and i know adam keeps telling me to go back and play it um but mass effect andromeda um that was uh i had that downloaded and was literally ticking down the the um seconds to that thing downloaded to where i could start playing it and uh and just missed the mark for me um but uh but yeah those are the biggest two for for I'll stand by it. If they didn't call that a Mass Effect game, it would be a yeah. good game. People just yeah. can't get over the fact that it's related to to, to Mass Effect, but mm-hmm. um, it, it 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 just wasn't as good. It's just, it's yeah. sure wasn't. But the gameplay is super fun. Um, mm-hmm. But the and, and refined and really good. But it just yeah. wasn't wasn't there. Uh, I also had the the WWE games. The second I couldn't import my own song for my wrestlers. Um, uh, entrance, it was over for me. Like I, yeah. I have not bought a wrestling game on launch day since. So, yeah. and I used to be at GameStop. You guys remember? I used to be at GameStop. I'd take the week off of work to get those to get those games. So, um, Nick, Tom, yeah. biggest disappointment? I've got two. Uh, the first is uh, that they haven't figured out a way to get NCAA football back. Um, that will be my biggest Christmas. I was always a Madden guy, but to me, NCAA football has always been the more preferable game in my world. I love recruiting. I love that kind of things. Uh I could buy one game and let it last a couple of years because I didn't need updated rosters. Uh Um, so that's, that's kind of my big, which I know it isn't PlayStation's fault. Uh Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of different factors, but the second was another Bioware. It wasn't Mass Effect. It was the game Anthem. When, uh, when Anthem was, um, when it was advertised and the concept of it came out, this as this multiplayer, you're like a mech suit, like it like looked Iron Man amazing, on yeah. yeah, yeah. And they, you know, they had how this environment was going to change, and there was going to be creatures and weather. And I was like, man, this could be a game that the four of us could hop on mm-hmm. and really play. And that was when Bioware was, I felt like, was hitting home runs, everything that they do, mm-hmm. um, and just the disappointment of how just bad that game was. Um, I think so glad I biggest, didn't buy that. Yeah, was I'm my biggest able. disappointment. Yeah, I think that was the game I was the most excited about. Besides Mass Effect, right. I didn't have as you know, I didn't. Mass Effect game was was good. It just wasn't what the standard was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't think I was overly disappointed by Mass Effect, but Anthem I was really let down by. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, for me it was it was in the sports realm, and the only game I feel like they have got right is NHL. Outside of that, I feel like the fluidity of the movements and even playing NBA 2K at your house, Ad, yeah. there's way too many button combinations sure. to make it exciting. Mm-hmm. And 
the glitchiness of trying to dribble and get around people, it's just not a fun, quick play kind of game. Right, right. And I feel like Madden has gone backwards somehow. And I've never even been intrigued to pick up a baseball game. Um, yeah. The only one that I'm excited that I haven't tried is 2K Golf. Because that just came out. And mm -hmm. I'm kind of excited to play that. But I'm also hesitant because yeah. um, it should be foolproof to not screw that sport up. Because there isn't a lot of action going on. Yeah, right. But I have a feeling they're going to find a way. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. That, so I'm that, hoping the next gen console is just going to be more fluid. Ultimately. Yeah. A little bit more feel than com yeah. combination of buttons. I, I, I agree with you. Like, uh, 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 yeah, Madden, especially we've, we've kind of torn on Madden enough, but it, I feel like from PS2 to it, PS3, it felt like there was a big leap in how the game actually felt as yeah. you were playing. Mm -hmm. yep. But from mm -hmm. three to four, nothing changed. Nothing. Nothing. Besides, it became more restrictive. Yep. Yep. Like the, the actual, you know, rosters and um, the expansion into franchises and stuff is just more. Yeah. It's just goofy. It's yep. not. It's not fluid. Yep. For sure. Yeah, and I, I think, not getting back to like circle to pass and and you know X to whatever, but yeah, a little bit toning down of all the combos and all the, all the uh, um, advanced controls they've put in would probably help the whole gameplay experience for for a lot of those sports games so uh i have two more uh questions um i'll i'll throw this one out and then we'll we'll wrap up with our favorite game of the entire generation so uh games that you would still like to play before moving on to next gen um i'm gonna just because it just uh, i just read that it was the December um, free game from uh, PlayStation, Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, since it's free, I'm going to give that one a whirl. Um, and then I um, I don't have one that uh, won't be on the next generation. Um, Cyberpunk I'm super excited for, but I feel like I could get that on the next gen if, uh, if so be. Um, uh, yeah, I don't really don't have another one besides that one now that I just saw that it's free. You didn't play Red Dead. Yeah, I know. Nothing? I'm okay with that. Wow. Okay, well. You're, you're missing out. You're missing out. Um, I have Rise of Tomb Raider, um, which good. was, which was a, I have it downloaded. I just haven't played it yet. Uh, same thing with Detroit Become Human. Yep. Uh, That's quick. You can yeah. get that. You can, you can yep. bust that out pretty quick. I might go get that one. Yep. Yep. That was a free one on, on PlayStation Plus as well. Um, so those are the two that I have. I've heard a lot of good things about Ghosts of uh, Tsushima. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, it looks cool. It looks really cool, but uh, I'm not sure if that one will be on next gen or not, but I might give that one uh, a spin too before, before I move on because I'll probably buy the PS5 at this time next year for get like a Black Friday deal next year or something if they have any. So, um, So yeah, those are mine. Yeah, for for me, it's I, I'm I'm in the middle of Last of Us Two right now, mm -hmm. um, so finishing that, liking it so far. It, it's really intense in like a quarantine mode. I have to be in the right mood because it's such a depressing game mm -hmm. right. that it's really hard right now. And I'm like, okay, I want to play video games to like lighten my mood to play such a a depressing game. But it's good. so. It's, is it very similar to the first one? Because the first yeah, one's the only game that I've ever had to turn off while yeah, I'm playing it because it's it, just too much. It's worse. Like I okay. think this is yeah. heavier. 
than the first game. Like, I will never it's, play that. It's pretty intense, but it's also gorgeous. And like, it's, I don't know, like the story is really good and it's it's like human emotion. It's just, man, you gotta be in the right mood. And the gameplay is so hard. Like it right. is such a hard game. Yep. Um, the Final Fantasy VII Remake. I love yeah. that game. I wanna, I wanna pick that up. Um, Red Dead I haven't played. Uh, and XCOM 2, I just started playing that too with, with Adam's suggestion. Um, so that's so one. Oh, fun. and, and um, uh, the, the second South Park game. I loved <laughs> the first Stick of Truth. Uh, I want to, um, to to play. What, what's it called? It's something with a yeah. with a butthole, fractured right? fractured yeah. butthole. Yep, yep, yep. yep. So yep. those are the ones I I will hang on to my my PS4 to play. Yep, very good, very good. Uh, Tom, what you got? Unfortunately, I don't have a single game that I want to play mm -hmm. uh, that I don't believe I could play on the next gen console. Okay, all right. Yeah, Sounds good. That's kind of yeah. where I'm at. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool, cool. All right, um, and finally. Uh, uh, the the big final question: uh, Your favorite game of this generation? Yeah, I, I thought long and hard about this one, and it came down to two for me. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, but my overall, uh, the game from start to finish that I had the most fun with, that I still replay constantly, um, was uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. I think that is going to be my top favorite experience. I and it's funny because. Like, I think other games have better gameplay. I think other games have better characters. Yeah. But as a total package, yeah. it's the style I love. It. Bioware, it was the picture-perfect Bioware game, which is my perfect style mm -hmm. of game where I get to make decisions and I get to have all these characters who I, yep. you know, make relationships with. Like, I love going on missions and go back and you talk to everyone, right? Yep. And, like, what are they going to say next? A story was great. I loved uh, playing the different classes um the expansions were awesome so like you'd get done with it and then an expansion would come out and you'd be mm -hmm. like oh this is super well it wasn't just money makers it was like they really thought this through they did you yeah. know building my castle like it was it was fantastic yep yep i, I you would build agree. a castle I don't know. yeah you get a castle and you get to like design it and it's pretty cool hmm. yep i have to go back to that yep for sure uh tom you're next on my screen well, it, I mean, it feels like a cop-out, but GTA is really, for me, that's my game right there. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, buddy. That's the, I mean, yeah. the, it, like, it doesn't get much better than that, so. The best-selling game of, game of all time, the, you can't the really. The most that. lucrative entertainment franchise of all time. Yes, That, that yes. game has made yeah. more money than Star Wars um, and, and Marvel and like all these, all these big time franchises, GTA's you, got them all beat, man. You know the so. the one game that I would say if I was going to say GTA was off limits, Destiny, the original Destiny. Destiny was fun. About, man. It's the only game I played solo online and actually really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. Like me, I met, I still every now and again I'll talk to him online. I met random freaking some yeah. trucker in Chicago who. He's hilarious. Yeah. And like we'd jump on and we'd play and we'd play for hours. Yeah. So that, <laughs> that game definitely, I feel like, is, is somewhat underrated. Yeah. The uh, the the keg weekend at your house where oh. where uh, I fell asleep on the couch and you guys were pushing me off the ledge yeah. while we, we were playing. We moved your so character good. like so like that was so hard to do too. <laughs> Especially because we were sober and it was really yeah. tough. And uh. Uh, and we'd say like. Ad, what do you think? And you'd respond like like you were trying to pretend you weren't sleeping yep. and you'd like hit your controller a little yep. bit. Yep. 
so funny. Uh, uh, just I, showing up and Tom bought a keg for our... Yeah, for three of us. <laughs> it's totally worth it. It was totally worth it. Uh, Jeremy, go. Um, I ended up landing on Spider-Man. Uh, okay. it, it was uh, a great story arc. The side missions were awesome, uh, especially Miles Morales' kind of origin story. Um, kind of took uh, action superhero games to the next level. I think it's probably the best licensed uh, video game I've ever played. Um, and uh, I touched on the story arc, the villains, Mr. Negative, you know, Doc Ock, you know, you get Sinister Six, you get a, a Goblin Tease at the end. Um, as far as complete game experience and and just the the gear and the outfits and the and and just the gameplay and we talked about earlier the the detail of New York and and uh, I, I think you know I was really torn between that and God of War and I ended up going with Spider Man just mm-hmm. you know for the things I mentioned. Mm-hmm. I had I had a tough time not going with God of War as well, but I thought about what game I spent the most time on this generation and the three of you know that I played this so much that you guys hated playing it with me because my level was so much higher than the rest of you Um, and I basically ruined the game for all three of you and that was Borderlands 2. I completely forgot about Borderlands. Uh, So much did You did ruin it but you didn't because they match make which is kind of sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but still, like it 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 got to a point though where it was either way too easy for for my character and I just go through and mow everybody down, or they'd match us up with villains that were my level and you guys would get obliterated. Yeah. <laughs> so you yeah. ruined it for me. There was yeah. nothing more frustrating than like ducking and weaving, unloading three clips, getting mm-hmm. you know the the bad guy almost dead, and then one like mm-hmm. half pistol shot from Adam's character and the guy's dead yep. and you work so hard and yep 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 uh yeah I'm sorry but it was so good I spent so <laughs> many hours on that game it was so much fun uh yeah so the, the Borderlands the handsome collection was was mm-hmm. wonderful so solid um but yeah solid. I'd I, I'd, I'd have a tough time not giving God of War 1a and 1b uh, yeah. There because God of War was wonderful, but I spent so many hours on on Borderlands that uh, uh, any any other closing thoughts as we say as we give a big old salute to the PS4. Yeah, I think just you know looking looking forward to I, I like some of the crossplay stuff they're doing. Um, I think I'm hoping to to maybe move to a place where it doesn't matter what system you get, you still can play the same games with your friends, which is. I think where video games have gone for me yep. is, is, a, is a social connection. So. Yeah, very good. Yep, especially in these times, right? Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. we talk to each other via Zoom and can't stop and have a beer together. Well, at least we can play video games and chat. And mm-hmm. and it's perfect for guys, right? Because we don't really talk anyway. We yeah. just kind of throw jabs at each other and, and, and call <laughs> it good. So, all right. Uh, great job, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, more to come on this edition of the Four Norsemen. We got Scooter's Beer of the Week. Uh, Nick has a new segment for us to debut, and Tom will wrap us up with Hero of the Week. Hang tight. It's time. 
time for Scooter's Beer of the Week. Brought to you by Route 9 Brew. Beer so good, you can't buy it anywhere. All right, Scooter, what is this week's Beer of the Week? All right, this week we are going to the dark side. All right, so coming out of Colorado from the Breckenridge Brewery, we have their Vanilla Porter. Ah. an American porter. It is not an English porter. All right, this bad boy clocks in at a 5.4% ABV and a 16 on the IBU. So not much for bitter. Uh, when there is some bitter taste, that is coming from the malt, definitely not coming from the hops. Sure. When it comes to things like your, especially your darker beers, uh, you want to make sure you're serving these things at the proper temperature. And I did some research and the porters should be served at a temperature they call cool so that is 45 to 50 degrees right right Um, i pulled i've had four of these now and i have most of them i uh, had at a basic kind of a room temperature i pulled one out of the fridge tried it couldn't taste a thing okay let it let it warm up there's the flavor yeah so the big thing to keep in mind with these is drinking them at the proper temperature. Uh, appearance of this beer, it pours very dark, amber brown, uh, maybe ruby. You hold up to a light and you really can't see much through it. it it's pretty dark. Uh, pours with a tan, very fast disappearing head. Uh, it's real frothy right away and just disappears in 30 seconds. Right. So that really doesn't, it doesn't hold on for very long. Smell, I smell toasted malt, uh, roastiness, maybe a little toasted bread, very slight vanilla, and almost like a banana bread smell. Okay. So, you know, that's you appealing. Kind of get, think about that. You know, it, there's vanilla in there, but you, when you make banana bread, there's vanilla in there. So, uh, it could be some of the esters too coming through because of the, the yeast and such. So, not unpleasant but you know banana bread yeah all right uh on the taste definitely right away you get the roasted malt taste uh very faint vanilla there's a little bit of sweetness it almost tastes a little molassesy but not like overpowering or anything uh very light bitter aftertaste which again comes from the roasted malts um maybe even like a I wouldn't. I won't want to say burnt toast taste, but like right before burnt, right before it's sure. black. Right. Um, but again, little sweetness, very balanced. Um, comes off clean. Uh, there's no real. Besides that little bit of bitterness at the end, there's no real lingering cloyness to it. Um, it's, it's it's a clean, dry finish. So wonderful. Uh, going in, going into that, the the mouthfeel of it, very moderately carbonated. Uh, it it. It's not flat, and it's not like soda pop bubbly, but there's a carbonation there, and it stays with the beer for quite a while. That's my big. That's my big thing with porters is I I struggle to find one that has, uh, uh, to me, an acceptable level of carbonation. Yeah, either they're under or they're over. It yeah. seems like. Yep. So this one actually holds on to it fairly good. Good. I will say that it's it's maybe a bit thin for a porter 
Like I, I would expect maybe a little bit more of a, of a mouthfeel to it. it. It stays with you, but it goes away real fast. Okay. Um, I wouldn't say watery, but it, it it's a little thin. Um, I, I would expect a little bit more with some of the other porters that I have had. Sure. But overall, I would say it's a fine example. Uh, maybe even want to say an entry-level porter to get you started. Uh, very drinkable. Right. If, if you're looking for something that has more vanilla character uh, to it, maybe even a little more creamier, uh, Landing Kugel's Snowdrift uh, Vanilla Porter is very good. Yeah, I, that's I've, a good one. Yeah. I've, I've drank that one quite a bit. Uh, um, so I would say if you're looking for a little bit more of the vanilla, go that route. But this one's great. I would try it again. Good. So this week's Scooter's Beer of the Week is the Breckenridge Brewery's Vanilla Porter, 5.4% ABV and 16 IBU. This is the Four Norsemen. Back, third and final segment of the Four Norsemen, Nick, Marty, Big Brother Jeremy, the Diesel Tom Ryan. My name is Adam Lee. Thanks for being here with us. So much to get to still. Uh, uh, we had, uh, Tom, you had a, a, a list, right, that you wanted to get to at the top of this segment quickly? Yeah, I was curious for your guys' thoughts. Yeah. You know, there was an article that I, I ran into today, and it was talking about 2020, and you know, it was an all-encompassing all survey of 8,000 people. Uh, that really represents America. <laughs> and they said, you know, what what are the, the top 10 things that they did to cheer themselves up in 2020? So I was just, I took a screenshot of it. Kind of curious what you guys think, because I don't think you're going to get any of the top three. All right, so are we trying to guess them or to say yeah. what, what ours what, would be? Whichever. I don't really care. This is just kind of whatever we want to do. Drinking but, alcohol. You can guess it. No. Oh. Uh, buying things I'm off out. of Amazon. I'm broken nope. up inside. Um, like I said, 8,000 people. A whole 8,000 were polled for this. Cheers them up. Self-expiration. <laughs> South uh, Carolina. Sex. <laughs> sex. None of them. What? Um, Netflix and chill. Close. Case, it said uh, watching their favorite movies, so I'm sure that could be part of Netflix and chill. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. Eating their favorite snack. Yep. Yeah. Going for a walk. Yeah. Right. It's lame. I feel like if we would have had a list, it would have consisted of some of the hand gestures that have been going on, <laughs> drinking, yep. and probably be playing video games. Okay. So. Well, that's the that's our 2020 wrap up show. Then is we're gonna do the top 10 things that cheered us up in 2020 so there you go that's what that on-air production segment that's what we're doing um and we'll uh i talked to scooter obviously for scooters beer of the week thank you scooter for that again um uh, uh i i offered for him to join us on our 2020 wrap-up show so nice. um so uh you know because he's he's wonderful is, to have her on the holidays so well, I, are the emailers going to be happy with that no uh I, I think jordan from wausau is really going to hate that so, <laughs> yeah, really gonna hate. Got that. a thing we'll, against. We'll, we'll have to. We'll have to. You know, just let Jordan know beforehand that hey, you better 
prepare, you know, right. this might happen. Yep. And yep. Uh, you just better either yep. tune out or, you know, yep. just get on the program. Yep, for sure. So people went for walks and thought that was something that cheered them up. When there's video games to play. We just spent the whole 25 minutes talking about how great video games are. And people were going for walks and that cheered them up. Hmm. You know what cheered me up? That- Winning what? the NBA championship 12 times. <laughs> That's what cheered me up. Yeah. I almost feel like they had to have had some people that just felt real self-conscious, like somehow their name was going to be wrapped if, you know, it was going to be put out there what they said cuz yeah. you know plenty of people would have said boozing. Yeah, right. Totally. Yeah. Total total self-consciousness there cuz yeah, that cheers me up a lot. So there you go. <laughs> um all right. All right. Sounds good. Nick, I didn't create an open That's Was okay. there was there anything else Tom did I cut you off on that? Uh, no, I didn't okay. want to go through the whole list. Okay. I was just okay. seeing if you guys had anything in the top ones. Gotcha. I was kind of surprised. I didn't care. I didn't sure. agree with it. Okay, sounds good. Uh, I didn't make an open for your segment, Nick. Um, so okay. let me do something here quick. Um, okay. uh, what are what are we calling this? Uh, well, I, we don't even have a name. We just literally came up with it, I'd say, an hour before the show. Okay. Um, Here's so. Nick Marty with Mike Piazza. There it is. Okay. <laughs> nice. This is Mike Piazza. I love it. Well, yep. what I'm going to do is I'm going to give, we're all stuck inside. If you're like this is me. This greatest some... moment in radio history. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty pathetic if that is. Um, and, and, you know, I don't know about you, but sometimes like after I put my girls to bed or something, I like to like roll around on Twitter and then I like to to laugh. And so I'm going to give you a couple of Twitter follow suggestions that, that you might find entertaining. I got three of them oh for God. you tonight. Who's uh, soup lady likes that? <laughs> First one is sticking with the video game theme. Have you guys heard of the group called the Viva La Dirt League? No. 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 Uh, their whole thing is they are nerds who make sketches. They make little video sketches, but they make fun of like common tropes inside of video games. Oh. So like making fun of NPC characters, yes. um, really nerdy stuff about like Skyrim. Oh, and, yeah, and they their videos are stuff. hilarious. Yeah. And, Call of Duty, like sneaking around in Call of Duty or these games, and um, they're fantastic. So they're at Viva Dirt, V I V A D I R T. Um, they're a great follow to click if you're a video game nerd. I felt they were a really good um, follow for to kind of go with this show. Yeah. Uh, my second one is a sports reporter who's starting to get a little bit of fame. Her name is Annie Agar. Uh, she does her big shtick is she pretends to do zoom calls, um, with like the big 10 or with the NFL quarterbacks where she pretends to be these different characters. They're about two, three minutes long. She's fantastic. Is she the one that switches the, the sweatshirts? Yep. Uh, Yep. 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 yep, So she's every character. Um, but, but she's been putting them out and, and they're, they're pretty darn funny mm-hmm. um, as well if, if you're into sports. It, it's a lot of sports-level humor, so you have to, like, understand what's going on to get some of the jokes. Sure. Um, but it's it's a really, really good one. I, uh, and then thought, my th- I just thought to myself when I first saw her, because I think it was the beginning, close to the beginning of the NFL season, and she was making fun of all 32 NFL teams. It's like, damn, that girl spent a lot of money on NFL sweatshirts. So, because <laughs> yeah. she had every single team. Yep, so. yep pretty cool um and then my third one isn't funny it's just fascinating this is one that i found um that i stop on more often than anything it's called nature is scary at nature is scary (laughs) um and it's basically all of these they're sometimes graphic 
all this content involving wild animals like doing these really crazy things like um like there's one with this you know they're they're driving a boat in in africa and this hippo like chases them and almost knocks them over um it's freaky <laughs> freaky freaky stuff um just how crazy nature is but it's fascinating yeah. too and so at nature is scary um it's very scary it's, it's great so those are my three follows at viva dirt uh annie agar and at nature is scary wonderful um uh, uh social media world we need a name for this segment so yeah. uh, something something catchy something cool uh jordan from wasa you can clam it yeah, and I also found a really cool new little podcast uh, where you can find them on Twitter at at Norseman Podcast. Um, really funny stuff. Like, they produce some great content. Um, and uh, if you dig what our show is about, you'll dig that show, too. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, that Twitter follow, that sounds terrible. So Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whoa, so did that. <laughs> that sounded, <laughs> sounded wet right there at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nick, for that. I thought you did You're wonderful. Um, Thanks. Uh, yeah, uh, I thought it was well thought out and uh, and uh, really quite good. So there you go. Way better than anything I've ever done in that segment. So That's good true. for you. That's true. Even when we put stuff together for Jeremy to do, it was still <laughs> exactly. better. Exactly. Yep, there. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Tom, time to hero it up. It's time for Tom Ryan's super duper inspiring, valiant, gallant, incredible, wonderful, marvelous, mind blowing, amazeball, stupefying hero of the week. That's right, Tom's hero of the week. We decided it was important to end the show with something pos positive. I almost said something possible. But you know what? Anything's possible in Tom's hero of the week, so there he is with it. So uh, I first have to start with an honorable mention. For awesome. a hero that was shared with me from the one, the only Nick Marty. Oh, um, and it him. was it was a gentleman who dove into kind of a little swampy pond because his puppy had been oh, yeah. grabbed by a two foot little gator, oh. and he had a cigar lit in his mouth, <laughs> and he kept it dry. He grabbed yeah. the gator, got the puppy out, kept his cigar going. Good on him. I don't have a name that's, or anything. Otherwise, pro. I might have I might have worked him in. Just the calm nature that he has. Like he. If there was just, a six foot gator, he went to just been like, oh, no. I'll go in and get him. But the cigar the whole time just makes the video fantastic. Nature is scary is where I found that. <laughs> Perfect. So the uh, the actual heroes of the week this week comes from the windy city of Chicago, and it is. Billy Lewis and Emily Bug. They had planned their nuptials. Yes, planned their nuptials for uh, this fall. And due to COVID, they had some pretty extravagant plans already in the works. They had been doing it for a couple of years. They were gonna scale it back and have a smaller gathering. And mm -hmm. then they just decided to go to City Hall and do a little thing with the family. So yeah. they had all of these deposits out there mm -hmm. that they were gonna lose. So. Yeah, they lost their DJ deposit. They lost the wedding dress deposit, all that. But mm -hmm. what they didn't lose, or more or less put to good use, was their $5,000 catering deposit. Mm -hmm. And what they did is uh, Emily Bug actually works 
Um, I think she's like a VP in a mental health clinic. And so they use their $5,000 deposit to create Thanksgiving dinners for 200 mental health patients. That's, so, that's awesome. Pretty cool use, you know, obviously plenty of people have had issues getting their weddings, you know, on the books or taken care of and they probably lost money along the way, but yeah. they worked with the caterer. The caterer said, sure, instead of just taking the money, the caterer stepped up and said, let's make some meals out of it. And 200 meals later, good on you. Emily and Billy. Yeah, that's well, wonderful. Yeah. yeah, talk about life giving you lemons and uh, making lemonade. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Good looking couple, too. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Cool. Mm-mm. Cool. What are the names again? Sweet name, too. Yeah. Emily Bug. Yeah. Yeah. Spelt like B U G, Bug. Yeah. B U G G. They are a nice looking couple. He's kind of got like a little, you know, I like his hair. He's, a little salt and peppery. Yeah, a little salt yeah. and peppery going on. He's an attractive guy. Yeah, she's all right, but, you know. So, yeah, very <laughs> good. Sure. Yeah. Settle down. You settle down, Jeremy. I'm so irritated with you tonight. You didn't bring anything to the show. I really didn't. He got a – he did – that is a false statement. You got a button bar out of him tonight that you That's are going to play to death. That's so true. he has more than why you guys just think you're so funny. <laughs> I don't know why you guys just think you're so funny. That's true. Jeremy Briggs. Can you make that your own ringtone for when he calls you? <laughs> I absolutely can. You should. Yep. I don't know why you guys just think you're so funny. That's true. Very good. I take that back. I rescind my statement. There you Damn go. right. Yep. Damn right. <laughs> Damn right. Like you proved something by saying yeah. something stupid. <laughs> I hate you. Uh... Jane Ivers. Um, I, I had fun, despite the fact that we really didn't have a first segment. Uh, good show tonight, and we just kind of pulled this one out of our butts. Uh, you guys, you guys brought the brought the brought the heat tonight. It's good. It's good. Anything before we wrap up? Next show is the holiday show. Season, yes. Or year end show. Yeah, it'll be a both. It'll be everything, yeah. all encompassing. Extravaganza. So, yeah, it's a, you know I love uh, anybody who's listened to me on any iteration of any show or podcast that I've ever done knows I love my holiday show. So we're gonna we're gonna pull all the stops for you in two weeks. Um, that's it for this episode, though. Uh, this one right here that you're listening to right now of the Four Norsemen. Thanks for checking it out. Remember, you can contribute to the show. Questions, comments, rants. Send it our way on Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, emails. Norseman Four. That's the number four at gmail.com we are on apple podcasts google play amazon music overcast so many places to check us out and of course um on our podbean page for norseman that's the whole word for norseman.podbean.com i don't think i put pandora in here we are on pandora now too as well so that's really cool um thanks to shane ivers and silvermansound.com silvermansound.com for providing music as well and you guys nick marty big brother jeremy the diesel time around i'm pointing at the screen uh, uh, uh for everything you guys were awesome tonight and to you folks you could have been anywhere else in the world but you're here with us and we appreciate that for all of us here at the four norsemen i am adam lee considering those eardrums I don't know why you guys just think you're so funny. <laughs> That's my new favorite. It's so good. It's so good. Yep. That might be your best one, Jeremy. 
Well, thanks. Because all these other ones are from uh, previous shows. Like, this is, I think that's your best contribution to this iteration of the Norseman. Like, uh, uh, Nick had this one. I'm a giggly boy. That one was a contribution yeah, I, I here. I love that one. Um, Tom, we gotta get you a new one that, that is, is, is good for your button bar as well. Your button bar is severely lacking. We gotta do more of those recording sessions where you just have us say random yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I just bring so much to the show. That's true. That there isn't as much button bar stuff. That's true. You're you're hundred yeah. percent right. It's all it's uh, all quality, not quantity. Like, you know, that, that's uh, that's Tom Ryan in a in a nutshell. So all right. Well the music stopped and I guess we're gonna go now. So bye. See ya. Oh <laughs> language violation.